0: Alrighty, welcome to Boss Rush Podcast I am your host, the exciting and enlightening Eddie V Yes! me <laughs> as always Mr. <laughs> the Wisconsin, Mr. Jesse Douglas <laughs> <laughs> And of How's course It, it is Bossman himself The one, the only Mr. Curry. Hello,
1: I'm happy to be here It feels like it's it's been First of all it's been a really long week, but second of all, it feels like we haven't, it hasn't really just been the three of us in mm. like, I don't know, what feels like six months. Yeah. It's probably, yeah. It's, it's probably literally so it's like before been, quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I love everybody that we've had on. Yeah. I, I want to keep doing everything that we're doing, but sometimes yeah. it's just like, I feel like we need a new podcast where it's just us three. <laughs> just like... <laughs>
0: just throw it out there that's that, that's kind of how we we did the uh, just on the spot uh um, power block it was just us two we yeah. were just like we don't really have nothing planned but here's two stories okay here go a long show yeah no i know And <laughs> that show ended up being almost two hours long
2: <laughs>
1: so uh but like you know what i mean i just i'm glad it's i'm glad it's it's us you know um I'm just. I'm glad it's kind of. This episode is kind of back to us, just kind of laid back, hanging out, talking about games, hanging out with people, watching, and you know. Yes. See what yes.
0: happens. I, I retweeted the uh, what you put out, Corey, and I was just like, "Come join us in like half lunch, like let this be a midday hangout, like um, we, wherever the weather is. If you're stuck in and." The house, uh, if you're cleaning or if you just like driving it, you got us on the car driving and stuff like. Really chill and have a have a good time with us I actually went to McDonald's and got a Big Mac Because I was just like when I need to go get lunch <laughs> I'm Talking about having lunch <laughs> and everything <laughs> But uh, yeah everybody We're going to really kind of have Just a really cool Layback episode We're, we're going to be talking about what we've been playing um, We're not going to really be News heavy um, I will say though That uh, we'll probably be turned back to news Next week um, because, like, there's still a lot of digital vets coming on, like, we just had limited run game show, um, is it, uh, Nex- Nexon, uh, Jesse, the one that me and you watch, or is it Nikon? Oh, Nikon, uh, or, no, is it Nikon, or, or something like
3: Nikon, that? Nikon,
0: yeah, they have, I will rep- recommend, uh, not rep requests, uh, I will recommend <laughs> everybody go watch that one because they did a fantastic job me and Jesse was um like not not live chatting but we were like messaging each other about it and there's just like so many great fantasy and sci-fi games and stuff that really piqued our interest I'm like yeah I need to get that one yeah I need to get that one and I think it what we really appreciate about it once again that we mentioned uh, about Microsoft hopefully we see this on uh the 23rd is that it had a great flow to it yeah. And I think that's one thing that would just like take take he Microsoft, like flow. Have a nice flow of guys, And if you want to have developer talk, don't let it be so corporate. Let it feel natural. Even if you gotta edit this much, like, like really make it feel natural. Um
3: Yeah, they so. yeah, their their uh their time management was on point. Like they you know, like I, I had said to you in the chat that like you know, they they did all the things that that EA needed to do. Like where yes. with EA, like it, it felt kind of sluggish and like at times, like maybe some of the stuff they were talking about either wasn't in, wasn't informing enough, or mm-hmm. it just felt like like they were just trying to like eat up time or buy time and not really yeah. not really saying anything. Like I mean, I think they did a good job with, um, with you know, the stuff for the 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 rogue and um, the rogue squadron or whatever game. Yeah. But I don't know, man. Like that when they when they started showing all those like assets for for next gen, I'm just like, what are you doing? This right. this is yeah. nothing. Like you might as well have just held up a picture your kid drew and say this is next the, uh... gen.
1: Especially like the 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 motive game that they were talking about with that character with the giant sword that was literally just running on these big gray blocks. Like, yeah, yeah I would have much rather seen like the the Vidox that they showed, like they showed a couple weeks or a couple years ago, where you know they were showing off Amy Hennig's Star Wars game, but mm-hmm. they were just showing artists working on the game. I would have would have just rather seen that again, you know. Yeah. And, I, and I understand yeah, like yeah. I understand like COVID and everything. You can't yeah. really show that a lot really but yeah. you know what i mean like
0: they could have just it's, i don't know i think i think i think with ea for uh, uh intents and purposes i think for a lot of us we just like okay yeah you will not switch per, switch um switch titles let's see what you're all gonna give us and i i guess the thing about it is is that when third party is showing their digital uh showcases show it for all systems and all platforms or even choose between which platforms D- don't make it feel like this only really still feel about xbox and sony um with some origins or some pc stuff right here and there just like kind of focus on everybody and deliver it in a timely manner like people want to see everything i think that was really the letdown because when we was watching the uh next con one jesse they were showing stuff for everything yeah it was, I
3: think it's I think it's NACON or Nacon. whatever but it's the N A C O N like yeah and it, I forget what the show is called was it just called the NACON they come
0: uh, experience or, or direct or something like that. Uh yes. because when you mentioned the like uh the uh who was the controller accessory people they uh teamed up with uh because you was just like well, they're working no. with Microsoft well, no, um, N- Nakon
3: is the is the the company who makes the controllers and stuff. Yeah, um, but that's I- why I was a little confused. Those games they were showing were just games that they got the rights to to show during their show.
0: Right, because I think they're gonna be the ones that's publishing them.
3: No, I don't think so. I think those are. I think those are just. Um, the, the regular games that, yeah. that are coming out by other publishers, they just showed that stuff to add a little bit more to their show. Oh, yeah. okay.
0: Because it, it felt like... It, to me, it felt like it's these small teams making these games, and they come is the publisher. And so they're going to bring them out. And, no. and that's why... Uh, because... Who would yeah? Just go watch it. It was the yeah, it idea is. because they're showing the they're showing it. So I'm thinking they're the publisher of all of these games.
3: No, it and was that was, it was just like game. their their um their main um consumers who buy their products. Mm-hmm. Those are the kind of games that their consumers buy. Uh, specialty uh controllers and stuff from them for. That's why they. They wanted to show like the simulators because they're you know they make really good you know like simulation controls and, and they they make some really good like um uh specialty keyboards and stuff for more like uh uh like what are they tactic style rpg type kind of you know those kind of pc games you know mm-hmm. and so that's kind of why they were showing showing a lot of the, you know, like they would be showing a simulator and then a RPG type kind of PC game and then a simulator and then another, you know, of those kind of games. And they were all different and, you know, it was a weird mixture, but they but yeah, because they did everything really well, it it worked really well. And and I think they they did a really decent show. But yeah. but yeah, you definitely go check that out if you haven't. Enough. Because they they're the ones who made the the pro controller for play for ps4 that that yeah. was like the Xbox controller where yeah' it had the offset sticks that I said if that works with the PS5, I'm gonna buy one of those <laughs> <laughs> because okay. I want I want offset control the <laughs> offset sticks for my PS4 <laughs> or
0: five. I mean, <laughs> yes. Um, before we do continue for or let's just we're gonna go for with this. Um, this is the fifth year that Satoru Iwata passed away. Um, in June 2014, a tumor in Iwata's bile duct was discovered during a routine physical exam. It was removed, and water to returned to work in October that year. Um, the problems resurfaced in 2015, and water died at the age of 55 from his compilations on July 11th. Um, there was a lot, you know, because he wasn't gonna be—he wasn't there at E3. But I think that was the year they did the puppets, so that was kind of like his last representation of E3. Physically seeing him was, I believe, that fo- that. That past year, e uh, 3 2014 with the smash one. I think that was the, that was it. Um, but uh, yeah, it today. Where if you guys are watching this live, it has been five years that he passed away. So um, happy water to you guys. Happy water to uh, everybody who's watching. Um, and I I say happy water days um, is one of the things that I personally like to celebrate mm-hmm. um, because like yes he was a developer yes he was the president of Nintendo and I was just I was talking to myself and I normally do that sometimes in the car Mm -hmm. that I'm like (laughs) uh, that he kind of changed not only Nintendo but I think he changed a lot in the gaming industry and like he's the idea of being positive you know even when Nintendo wasn't doing good he took that pay cut you know you know and it was it was always something about him that when you seen Iwata, whether it's him holding the bananas or him coming out doing the Nintendo Directs and talking and stuff, you feel like this is the best friend, uh, and everybody paid attention. And regardless of you like the actual director or not, you cannot deny his presence. Did something, mm-hmm. um, and it was just it was it was so positive. So like. Regardless of what game you play, normally I say go ahead and play a Nintendo game or a a game that Iwata, but I'm like in general everything that he said and represent about games and Definitely with him being a CEO and and everything. It's just like he's a gamer at heart Mm -hmm. and when you're a gamer at heart that kind of shows your passion that yes, this is a business, but we want to deliver entertainment and, and and in a sense that's kind of how phil spencer is um is that you see him as a gainer he has a passion for games, and regardless of how you see microsoft and their ecosystem stuff you cannot deny that his presence and his word when he's doing an interview people listen because he has a lot to say. And I think it really shows that he really cares about gays. It just wants everybody to be in a positive space, yeah. to enjoy whatever they want to enjoy. Um, so I kind of, I might hand, I'm going to hand it over to you guys. Like, do you have any words about uh, Iwata or um, well, I, just any I, words about being positive and gay?
3: Well, for it? me, for me, like, you know, like it's. It, not not every company is lucky to have it, but you know, like it's you know, like Phil, you mentioned phil spencer or or him, like they're they're ultimately to me, they're like they're like that 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 Walt Disney figure that that, you know people, you know, hope that companies that they love have, you know, yeah, like that that care that person that is just like all in and and like supportive of everyone around them, whether whether they work with them directly or or not, you know, like you know, like you said with Phil Spencer as well. Like he you know, he's constantly you know and Nintendo them, you know, having relationships and you know him talking with Reggie on a you know, he'll chat with him and stuff on a regular basis and like just you know, like they, even though they're not working for the same company or didn't mm-hmm. work for the same company, they still are all there for a common goal to, you know, to make games and you know, and just have fun with it and and enjoy what they do and you know, try to be positive about it. You know, try to break down these walls of like, you know, of being, you know, people being excluded from things and. You yeah. know, like it's like the world of gaming, like it has come such a long way as far as like being so inclusive. You know, like it, it's, I think it's a great time to be alive, like in, in the world of gaming. Like it's, and it just seems like it's getting better. And, and, you know, people like Iwata and stuff are, are like the reason why. It has come to these points, you know, like Mm -hmm. those people like that, that are just these very positive, like just influential, you know, like people that you can look up to and, and appreciate and, you know, don't a lot, you know, a lot of times they don't act like they're better than anyone else or, you know, or anything like they, they, genuinely care about the people that they're working with and stuff like that and you know wanting to see everyone succeed even people that are maybe working companies outside of theirs you know so
0: yeah uh what about you Corey? um i mean it's
1: it's weird because like we always talk about how influential nintendo as a company has been but mm-hmm. I think it really is kind of understated how influential Iwata was in particular. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think a lot of people really realized how influential he was until he passed away.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and I think, you know, with the, with the Wii and the DS, obviously those were huge, hugely influential in the world of games. Uh, and then, yeah, maybe the Wii U wasn't as influential but it was the stepping stone to what the Switch is. I still feel that way. We talked about that before the Switch even came out, Ed, on Pal Block yeah. when we were doing the show way back then. Like, I think the Switch is the ultimate realization of what they wanted the Wii U to be, and it just wasn't. Uh, in terms mm-hmm. of, and maybe you don't get that second screen experience the way the DS or the Wii U worked, but um, yeah, you can still take like play in a handheld mode and on TV at the same at you know, at a whim. And, uh, on top of that, just the way Nintendo still uses minimal space on their cartridges or the way they, they reuse assets or the way they program or the way, you know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff is still in the, in the way that the realm that Nintendo works, you know? Uh, and it's, it's still, You can still see it when you're downloading a Switch game and you see in the Nintendo games are all like less than two gigs. And then you go and download uh, a third party game uh, that's like 30 or 40 gigs on the Switch, you know, (laughs) or you get these games on Xbox One or PS4 that are at this point, 90 to 150 gigs large, right? Like Call of Duty is a big, uh, a lot of people aren't playing Call of Duty because it's too big right like it just takes up too much hard drive space and so uh i think nintendo has always been super influential that way uh and and just the way that people i think appreciate the the amount of space nintendo games take up um and i still think i still think like smash brothers might be the biggest game nintendo's made and i think it's only 13 gigs zelda's Mm -hmm. 11 i think and uh mario odyssey is like four or five so i mean these games are relatively small, and I know they're not using 4K assets, and I know that they're not, you know, super uh, detailed assets to an extent, but, like, they're still pretty big games. Mario Odyssey and Zelda are not small games. Um, so it, I just think they're really smart about asset creation, about reusing assets, changing assets up slightly so they can kind of use their memory other, other places. And uh, we talk about Pokemon a lot where he actually really reprogrammed gold and silver to include red and blue again on those cartridges. And uh, I think that that was really influential that way too. So um, yeah, uh, yeah, Iwata kind of changed a lot of the way we think about Nintendo. You know, I mean, I tell the story every every year that we <laughs> have this discussion, but mm-hmm. I would... My wife and I were in New York City at the Nintendo store when I found out Iwata passed away and that was really uh uh it's a memory I'm never going to forget. So um
0: Yeah. Uh, like I said, I was in my friend's car crying. Like literally crying. And we was going to Fridays. I was going, to yeah, shoot, I have me a good cup of drinks. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> uh uh. But I mean, I wasn't tore up on the floor or anything. But it was just like it—it it really hurt me because I've not so much a celebrity or anything like that. But like I've never cried over even someone I don't know like I did Iwata. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I think it was just like okay, this is Nintendo. This is my love, for, my love and passion for Nintendo. Um, I think it was because Iwata was just such a joy. And it felt like that joy was taken away from us in the gaming industry and just the, this culture and stuff. And definitely what we're seeing kind of with The Last of Us 2, the stuff going on with, with that, it, I think a lot of people don't think about the joy of what games could present, even if it's dark and depressing and stuff. I think people really forget that when joy is given to you, you know, really appreciate it and really take it at heart because if it's taken away from you, it's hard to find that joy again. Sometimes, mm-hmm. um, and and that depends on different people and everything. Like, mm-hmm. like, like I, I I keep telling y'all that, mm-hmm. if a certain developer at Nintendo passes away, I'm calling off work and I'm just going to, I'm I'm just going to be in my feelings for a good while because. That person means a lot, definitely to me as a as a person who got into games, but pretty much was pretty much represented what Nintendo is and all about. Uh, and I won't mention this name because I don't want it. <laughs> I really don't. Everybody knows who know who it is, but I don't want it. Like, like I know it's going to happen, but I don't want it happen- it's happening soon. And I don't. I really don't. I know people have their ideas about um, this this particular person But I'm just like You got me into gaming And you are the reason why I talk about Japanese games Or I play Raki games That I do podcasts That I write stories and That I, I nerd out with you guys And anybody else who wants to nerd about various games It was because of this person Getting me into games I'm like, I, literally If I didn't have video games because of this person I don't know what I would be doing right now Probably see your background somewhere, but uh, but this but this particular person is the reason why I got into this. And Iwata, you know, Iwata was like oh, he was the face of Nintendo Direct, and he was the reason why when people thought it was weird and stuff, but it worked. Why now? The importance of nintendo direct and these digital presentations why they matter and why we love them because we all get to watch along um it could be added in a way that it makes us happy and we still talk about it and yeah. stuff. well
3: you know? you know my my one thing about you know like like you know people do say you know like oh that the that the the good thing about the nintendo you know uh Shows are, are that they they're weird and wacky. But the thing is, is like if you're if you're, um you know, familiar with Japanese culture at all, you'd realize that that's just normal. That's like that's yes. how things normally are there. And and, you know, and and it like very easily they could have tried to make something that would, you know, seem normal to mm-hmm. us you know and and try to appeal in that way but like but you know like that's the great thing about Nintendo is they they're unapologetically themselves and and you know and that's what that's why people love you know love them so much is because they just they're not afraid to to you know advertise the way that they would there in Japan yes. or and they're not they're not afraid to you know, say you know we we don't really care what other the other companies are doing. You know, like we've we've got our way that we want to do things, and and that's all we're really you know we're not going to waste our energy on wondering what everyone else is doing. You know, and chasing
0: that's a trend.
3: Yeah, and see, and that's and I and I feel like you know, like Xbox has kind of been going in that direction of just trying to focus their energy and not waste it on what everyone else is doing. You know, like, try to focus on what you're working on,
2: mm. you know,
3: and they've kind of been and, forced to because they, you know, well, like, with not having this, any, a lot of uh ex- exclusives and stuff like that, they've really been having to focus on them, you know.
0: And, and this is the thing about it, and uh, uh you guys might agree or disagree, you know, the stuff that Nintendo went through with we, Wii, Wii U, GameCube, is N sixty four and all of that stuff. When people thought Nintendo didn't have it, it then they bounced back with three D S and D S. And over time they bounced back. When Sony play, when PlayStation three fell on hard times and you know, people were getting on Sony because three sixty was set so well, Sony was working to build themselves up and mm-hmm. they built themselves up into mm-hmm. Excuse me, too with PS4 and its success. Well, um, and they
3: because the PS3 ended up outselling the 360 at by the end of it, didn't it?
0: Um, I no, I think 360 still sold more than PS3. Uh, I think, people, yeah, I think people at the end of it was getting PS3s because it was getting cheaper and stuff. But uh, 360 was still like the leading platform for Microsoft that uh And then when all the stuff I mean, came out for Xbox,
1: even sorry, just to play on that. Oh, I go off go of ahead. that. Like even even if the PlayStation Three did outsell the 360, I'm trying to find numbers, but uh, even if it I did, want I to still say think that they did the, at the end. I think in the in the mind's eye, like people still think that the 360 dominated the PS3 because like it did for five plus years. You know, years. and it wasn't yeah. until yeah. they fixed Uncharted. a lot of the issues with the PlayStation Three and made it cheaper and you know had some games. To be honest with you, like that's, I mean, that's when the PlayStation 3 caught up. So,
0: yeah. And, and, and now with, uh, with Microsoft having not, not Xbox One being like the leading platform and people all the stuff that came out and everything again looking at it and the stuff you know this was Microsoft downtime like kind of hard time and stuff to rebuild to be better and they've been working on that you know with all of their services and everything and it looks and it looks like series x is going to be the rebound in assist like nintendo yeah. rebounded with switch PlayStation rebounded with PS4. I think Series S is gonna be Microsoft Rebound and it's gonna I feel like w- while we're moving to the next generation, everything is on the even pl- on the play field. So it's, it's not gonna matter who outsells who. We all have these platforms, even with PC. Even with PC, and Steam and Windows 10 and Epic Games, maybe Stadia. Stadium has still some work to do to get back into Stadia has to get to where it needs to be and they gotta Google has to make sure that they dedicate time and get games to get get to that level. But that's a whole nother thing. Uh, I think it's just gonna be an even playing field between Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft. And uh, my thing is it's just that I want I want everybody to play wherever they want to wherever whatever they wanna play, wherever they feel like they want to play. And just be Respectful You know we have like we have our model uh, play games be better and i feel like we all could play games on every console and be better congratulating or celebrating games on different consoles that not that might not be on their personal platform like if a game comes out for nintendo and you are a sony fan congratulate nintendo on the successful release regardless of what the reviews are same with nintendo people doing it to microsoft and to sony if a third party game comes out for them congratulate them if they are successful in everything because it shows a different it shows a different vibe in a different way we view games and attitudes um because i mentioned earlier like the last of the last the last of us part two is the controversy and everything and how stuff is being handled is kind of sad it's saddening it's, it's, it's definitely disgusting and it's very saddening I'm like we have tried for years to get away from this behavior and we don't need to go into the next gen with that behavior we just don't uh, yeah I,
3: I like a perfect example the other day um, on Twitter there they um, someone had did a, a um, an AR rendering of the Xbox the Xbox uh, Series X and uh, the PS5. Like, you know how, like, now, like, if you go online and there's, like, a specific, like, gaming monitor or something or, radio you know, stereo or whatever, and you want to see what it would look like and, you know, on your desk or whatever, you can do an AR thing where it will, it will let you kind of move it so you can see how big it would be on the surface. Yeah. Uh, so some uh, it was a PS5 like I don't know, just someone who's a fan of PS5 or something who so they did they made like they took the pictures that everyone was posting where they you know had the two sitting next to each other to show how much taller or whatever. and so he was he was kind of showing off a video of him like making it look like he had both consoles on a thing you know, sitting there, and, and you go in the comments, and all it is is, oh, the, the PlayStation looks stupid, and and oh, the Xbox uh, just looks like a trash can, and I'm just, like, I, I just said, I think they both look awesome, and, and then some person commented, how dare you have a reasonable opinion? <laughs> 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 and it's just, like, you know, like, And at the end of the day, like, honestly, what it looks like on the outside doesn't have anything to do with what's inside of it or what, you know, what it can do, you know, that, that goes for people, (laughs) you know, like what someone looks like on the outside does not, you know, like just, I don't know. It's just people like to make such a big deal about something so small. And so, like, I mean, a lot of people like. I feel like that thing's gonna be like, st- you know, stashed away on, you know, somewhere on a on a desk or whatever. Anyway, so it's not like, you know, or even if it's that tall, a lot of people will probably have to put it under their desk <laughs> like they do with the with the a PC a PC. Uh, anyways, but you know, so it's I don't know, man. It's just. I think they both look awesome and and like I'm glad that they're so different and unique looking that you know it's not you know not just trying to copy one another and I don't know I'm I'm looking forward to both of them and and I think they both look unique
0: I am looking both for both of them. It's just that white thing on the PS5. I'm like, you got a cool bit of design. Yeah, Like, and like. Yeah, said, and, and just,
3: don't get me wrong. Like, 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 all those jokes have been great, and I, you know, like I can laugh yeah. at them and and enjoy them because people are joking. And, you know, and it and it is fun. It's always fun to do that stuff. Like that was great during the Xbox show when. Uh, the one guy had that his green screen on and he made it look like you know he was in that that edited picture where the the fridge was just the the series x you know <laughs> yeah. which you know like for them to just you know like Make go fun in, of themselves. yeah go into the joke is just like probably the best thing that you could possibly do is to just go along with the jokes and and you know, just don't let the trolls and people win because it, because it's not it, you know. Yes. It's better. Well, it's better to just laugh about it and move on. But.
0: So we're gonna get into some gaming get down because Corey Bossman, what I do? You played some Destiny
1: two <laughs> this week. Yeah, I played a lot of Destiny. It was uh, there was there was a lot of it. And uh, I played a lot of it. Uh, We did the... uh, We played some Scourge of the Past, which is the raid, one of the raids that came out uh, Mm. during the Forsaken year. Uh, And it was really fun. You know, uh, Josh Finney and my friend Mitch and Center and Nerd Journalist and uh, Colonel Panic all helped uh, with that raid, and it was really fun. Uh, It it was, uh, it was really nice to get back into some raiding. Uh, <laughs> and it's it's kind of cool because, like, this group uh, is mostly dads, so they all just kind of, like, are willing to help and not, you know, freak out if you mess up or anything because we all really yeah. have a couple hours a week to play. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think we might try to do something tonight as well. I'm not 100% sure, but... Uh, it was really fun. It it I forgot how much fun raids were and how much teamwork it requires, and you know just kind of communication and everything. And mm-hmm. it I was this was Thursday night. We started. Yeah. We started it we started the raid at nine thirty, and I went to bed at almost two o'clock. <laughs> um, so. But, I mean, this raid, this was a good raid for people who have never raided before, I f- really feel mm-hmm. like. Because uh, the mechanics are challenging enough, but they're not super overly complicated. Uh, it, a lot of the, the things don't require everybody to be 100% on point, but it gets you used to learning raid mechanics. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think I think if anybody who hasn't raided before wanted to raid, this would be the one to start with so yeah
3: I, 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 other never. than that like thing that we were we were trying to do all the jump stuff to run to the end I think that's the only the closest thing to a raid that I've done yeah <laughs> and uh, a lot of that stuff is not even like it's
1: that is hard but that would be more of that's just like a challenge it's not even yeah, yeah. like some uh, there aren't even really raid mechanics in there I think the closest no. thing to a raid mechanic in that uh, in that would be the, uh, the part of it. Where you know the the robot chases you around the room and oh, you have okay. to hit the levers mm-hmm. and stuff. That would be like yeah. the closest thing to a raid mechanic in there. Yeah. Um, but this is like okay, uh, you you have to uh, two we separated into three teams of two. Like the this is the very first thing you do in in this raid. Uh, this is just to get into where the raid actually takes place. Uh, yeah. You have to. Uh, there's like this big map on top of this building, and Josh and I were on top of I was the protector, so I was like covering Josh while he was reading the map. Um, and then the other four uh, people in our group teamed off into two teams of two. And uh, you had to deliver these orbs to very specific points on the map, and they were timed. And to get the orbs, you had to punch this very specific enemy at the same time one on his back and one on his front and you had to hit him and then he would drop the orb and then you had to carry the orbs to the point and then come back uh, uh, with another set of orbs and dunk them into the, the container that was up by the map. So it was like, Josh was calling out, okay, you need to go to point two, you, team one, go to point two, Team team two, go to point four or whatever. And like, before the encounter started, we all kind of walked around the map to see like, okay uh this building here is point one this little uh crevice here this is point two this apartment complex is point three like you know what i mean we had to like it was really sure yeah it was really like oh man i can't i can't believe we get to do this again type thing <laughs> uh.
0: <laughs> uh having stuff planned out and and i think that's what is great about multiplayer. player When you got a big team like that, everybody's working together. Yeah, you know, a lot of I mean the tat.
1: Oh, I was just gonna say. I mean, a lot of people like the the PVP stuff. Like uh, Trials of Osiris is a big thing that people like, where you have to work as a team to fight the other team. Obviously, but Mm -hmm. for me, and I think for a lot of other people, like the PVE stuff is the stuff that draws you into Destiny, and the raids are. This just solidified that the raids and the dungeons and just the little side puzzles are the best parts of Destiny where you have to work as a team and you all have to be on point and you all have to communicate and that is the best part of Destiny. Um,
0: everybody's working to make progress mm-hmm. and you see the results that come from that. It's really good. I, I, I don't play a lot of destiny. I'm guilty of that, but like, I love hearing you, Corey, talk about it. Um, when people are working together, cause it gives me an idea. And I'm just like, that's so much fun. And it's, the experience <laughs> you get out of it is, is amazing.
1: Yeah. And in this one raid is like the best, one of the best exotics around right now called anarchy. And, uh, to ed freeze Uh-oh. i think ed freeze yes. oh no he's there no. he's there okay he there's this <laughs> okay. one in this raid there's this one very specific weapon that you can pull out at the at because after each encounter there's a chest that you open you get a piece of gear like a weapon or you know like a helmet or something i got a helmet which in, <laughs> a, in a titan mark which is fine right i'm like i don't care i just wanted
0: to run the raid what uh, you what <laughs> you run running that are you running that side yeah oh yeah um, uh, the 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 picture that you showed me, right? What? Uh, the one he was like all white, yeah. And stuff? Yeah. Or several. Okay, yeah. I didn't know if you changed his design or anything. Um.
1: Well, it depends on the armor and stuff. And this weekend, uh, Jesse. Also, you're if you're on later or whatever, we can try to do some stuff. But there's two very specific exotic weapons that I would like to try to get, and one is called Whisper of the Worm, and it's a really awesome high damage sniper rifle for raids um okay it's uh Mm -hmm. the taken enemies the the kind of black shadowy enemies
3: that kind of look like all the rest of the enemies Mm -hmm. just black and shadowy yeah the ones that can kind of like disappear and yeah like uh teleport or whatever
1: yeah the whisper of the worm is a sniper rifle that has that aesthetic to it uh, oh, okay. and it looks really cool. Uh, so that oh. is one I would like to get. I would like to get Outbreak Perfected as well, which is the one that we've been trying to get for months and haven't gotten. Uh, yeah, Which Josh said he would help both of us get it, and my friend Mitch okay. said he would help too. So uh, okay. I don't know if we have to, like, run separate teams, because they're, they're way higher light levels than us, so it would probably be smart for us to go with them, like one of us to go with them, and then the other one go with them. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So that's, man, destiny is a, I always like when you don't do some of this stuff for a long time, you just kind of forget that it's like, Oh yeah. I'm just shooting stuff. I'm hanging out with my friends, playing game and playing the game, whatever, doing some of those story missions and stuff, which I still need to finish this week's story mission. Uh, uh, because this season every week, there's a new story mission that you have to do, or you're not getting the story. Uh, but yeah, the, wow. we're we're gonna try to run all the raids for the rest of the year. Uh, we're gonna try to run uh, some of the extra stuff, the dungeons for sure. So yeah, it's uh, it's awesome, man. Oh, I also ran Pit of Heresy this week. Uh, oh, with, nice with with Willow and, and one of his uh, teammates. So uh, it was that was that was one of the dungeons, which is basically a three man raid. Uh, mm-hmm. Is that the one you were playing last night? No, last night. Last night was uh, Scourge of the Past. Uh, or last oh, Thursday. Night, last night. What's that? I didn't.
3: Yeah, because yeah. la- that was the one where you were on uh, the. There's that point where you guys were all. That was Thursday. Uh, that was Thursday. Oh, was it? Yeah, last yeah. night we recorded Pow Block. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah that, th- was
1: that was that was the raid. Uh, yeah, Pit of Heresy is one of the dungeons from. Where you guys
3: kept on burning up in that one area because yeah. I watched for a little bit yeah and you have to like drive your yeah drive this, your sparrows yeah whatever. there's this
1: one uh, point in the in the scourge of the past where you have you have you have to uh, sprint through the ventilation systems of the of yeah. um, the underground and uh, you you have to open the doors but there's also like a wall of fire that's chasing you through this area. Uh, and it was just, it was a really bad time trying to get through there. (laughs) And then I was like, let me, let me switch sparrows real quick because I think I have a faster one. And the one I picked was not the faster one. And then it's so (laughs) like, it's so back heavy that I went to make this jump and it just like, instead of just gliding over, it just went and I got stuck in between (laughs) this hole and the bridges and, uh, fire consumed me. So. (laughs)
0: So. <laughs> would you guys all laughing yeah the stuff. yeah, yeah was it funny. was funny
1: like it was funny yeah. so it was it was a good time
0: but uh i will say that at the end of the month i'm gonna go ahead and buy uh beyond light get that pre-order stuff get all of that ready um i wonder i gotta see if i still need to be, i think i need to buy forsaken um uh, because i don't know if i do be buy beyond light uh does I yeah, to... that, that I think
3: in theory that should be free by then, right? Um, I don't. I'm not. I don't
1: sure
2: know how we... they
3: that works. Yeah. Well, no, they're taking a lot of that stuff away. Oh yeah, that's right. So they'll. So when you buy the new up- expansion, at it will. I would imagine it would just update the game. Okay. Yeah. Because you, you would think, because isn't it more expensive this time around for this one? Uh,
0: Cause no, I know it's forty.
1: The, it's only forty. Oh, okay. Uh, but because if you want, if you want the seasonal stuff, it's eighty. But uh, I
0: just probably want like the 40, 40 stuff. Yeah, because
1: if, if you just want the campaign and the raids and stuff, it's it's only forty.
0: 40. Oh, yeah, because okay. because I just yeah, because I know Destiny's been updating, um, and I haven't been. I haven't finished the last DLC before Forsaken. Uh, I need to finish it, though. I think the problem I was having with it is that it doesn't give me good direction. Like, navigation stuff, It's I have a problem with the navigation system in Destiny. Like, there's no arrows or anything that leads to you, you on what your next thing needs to be when you're doing a mission. It's very weird. Because I'll... I'll, I'll play it and I'll be at a point and then like it won't say nothing and I feel lost and I'm like the bug out or anything or I just don't know what's going on. yeah
3: yeah I, th- I think they've changed a little bit of that, but like, because now, as long as you highlight, like whatever whatever objective that you're that you want to do, you mm-hmm. highlight, you know, like you click on it to to make it the main like goal that you're that you're uh, following, and then like it it should show you, like like if you're in the map and there's a you know certain place you have to go or whatever, then you you highlight that place and then it will sh- it will like illuminate a little like marker. Um, That you just try to drive towards, you know, like you try to just basically maneuver your way towards wherever you need to go. Um, But like usually, yeah, if you're if you're following like something um, in your your objective uh, like menu part, it usually will um, have an icon or something on the planet that you need to go to and then yeah. it will and then from there then it will kind of show you where you need to go and then you just can you know drive towards basically that that icon yeah. so it doesn't okay. like do like the whole like waypoint like you know like some games where like it literally has like arrows on the ground that yeah. show you how to get there but but i feel like for the most part it's not it's not too bad and like I, there is just one thing too, like you know Corey talking about uh, rating and stuff like that, and I, and like like him explaining you know how the rating and stuff in Destiny is like what you really look forward to. I think that like just thinking about like that that's why um, Siege was so like like why I loved I, or I still love Siege. I don't play it mm-hmm. as much, but. I think that's why I love that game over everything else so much is because it was more than just shooting things. It was you had to, you know, like make sure you're, you're setting up equipment here and like you really had to actually work together to... um to you know to get anywhere and like you you know you had to strategize how you were going to use your equipment and where you were going to use your equipment and which which characters would be best for this section of this map and and what you know like there it was so much deeper than just oh he has a good gun you know mm-hmm. like it, it it was all about like really about how well you could use the operator and and you know like what operator would be best for a certain situation or a certain room or you know like i'd love to go back to siege again because that game is just too much fun but but i think that's why why i like i loved that and it just appealed to me so much more because like yeah you know some days like all i want to do is just play like a a halo multiplayer or something where i just know what i'm doing or or Mm -hmm. destiny you know just playing destiny even just regular going around and just shooting things but but i'm glad that there's games like you know like the destiny rating stuff or like siege you know like that that give give you a, a much deeper you know like uh experience than just just the basics of you know, just shooting things or whatever, and
2: mm-hmm. trying
3: to trying to you know have more kills than someone else or or whatever. You know, like that's since things like siege and and stuff and destiny and things like that. Uh, since I've gotten into that stuff a little bit more, I've honestly like less and less have have I cared about you know the Call of Duty. Uh, multiplayer stuff and I honestly now it's gotten to the point of where I care more about the campaign uh, in Call of Duty games because I don't look I don't necessarily like depend on the Call of Duty games to be where I go to to play multiplayer as much anymore yeah
0: Uh, well I'm going to jump in uh, what I've been playing today now depends on you Jesse Um, I wasn't
1: playing anything else I that's
0: cool. <laughs> Destiny was a big thing that you played. It was.
3: Did you play any Okami? No,
0: I did not. No, Corey has not even started book club yet. I'm just like, oh wait, that's unfair. I started everybody else's book club thing. Why can't the one start mine? <laughs> I'm
1: like,
3: I'm like two, like two and a two and half three. hours in. No, I'm
1: just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Haha, <laughs> lol. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Are you gonna start Okami? me uh,
1: I will. I'll get there.
0: Are you sure?
1: No, I'm not sure. <laughs> no, no, I'm gonna get there. Uh no, I was just gonna say that I was I was also <laughs> playing a little bit of River City Girls, which is really fun. So I to go and beat beat 'em up. Uh, so that's all. Sorry, Ed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, I keep forgetting that I'm like oh he talked all about this on power black I'm like oh I forgot we did power black yesterday the episode's not out yet (laughs) Uh, so um, well I'm okay so for me the last of us part two I'm giving it to this Wednesday if I do not beat this game or this game don't end by Wednesday by me playing hours upon hours I'm shoving it I'm gonna write the review and I'm gonna have it out because I need to be ready for Paper Mario and. How Vincent many? Shiba.
3: How many fake endings have you been through yet?
0: <laughs> I've been through six.
3: <laughs> I've like, been hearing people talk about. Uh, it's just like after like the fourth, the fourth fake ending, people are just like, "Okay, I'm ready for this game to be done." <laughs> now. It like you've not, tricked me so many times at this point that it's just frustrating. <laughs>
0: they do so many time jumps and Exception moments, and it's just like, come on! All of this stuff is not necessary. Let me get to what I need to get to and finish this game. Yeah,
3: um, well, in so, every but a lot of people say though, like that the ending is it paid it paid off. I mean. So so I'm hoping I'm hoping it's the, that's the same for you that you do end up really enjoying the ending because like, you know, it's it's a shame. It's it sounds like an amazing game from what I've heard. I like I personally it's just not it's not something I'm interested in, but Mm. It's. I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe someday I even give it a try. But
0: it it, um, it has it has its horror aspects, and it's... Yeah. Uh, it's technically it's very beautiful, and it yeah. plays great. Is that yeah? That it I'm looks not, amazing, right? That I'm not denouncing. It just gets a little bit repetitive and tedious, and it's just like let's move this along. Let's end this game. Stop trying to. Dr- It's this Uncharted 4 problem and even Uncharted 2 problem that I have and maybe just uncharted problem. Dragging this mess too long. This is unnecessary filler that we do not need. It doesn't make sense. Like literally part two could have been part two could have been a whole nother game, which has Abby and that and probably her whole adventure, and that needed to be it. You really didn't need Ellie or Joe really in this game. You could have just did Abby, let that be part two, and then part three, put Ellie's adventure in, and then call it a game, and then heck,
3: end it. Heck, you know, honestly, like, I think what would have been would be really cool for that game, just from, like, what I've heard people talk about, and, like, you know, kind of what you're saying now, is, like like they should maybe think about possibly doing uh something similar to like uh like um the you know like the story games like where you've got like different episodes and and things like that like like they could they could easily do like a thing where where like they could you know like they could release a new episode like every week you know, like after the full game's made, like you know, like do something it's, similar to that. But
0: it's so long that it doesn't need an episode. It doesn't need no more episode. It don't. It's so long. It don't need DLC. That's how long. This well, game no, is.
3: no, I'm not saying like I DLC, mean, but like I, I mean, mean the game. I mean, like if the game the way they had it was like episodic almost.
0: It's the the way that it feels at parts it is episodic but they do yeah. the, they do that but somebody in the head time jump to the yeah. next section of the story someone falls through something or someone falls asleep time jump and they keep doing the time jump thing that way to get to pro- progressing the story but it's just like from what they started out with it's just like this is good but all a lot of this stuff is unnecessary. You could have told one character side story and mm-hmm. then save everything else completely for a whole nother game. Like, literally, it's one, pretty much, the, it feels like the first section is a 15 plus hours already. And yeah. then starting the second thing is another 15 plus hours. And it seems that when you get to what should have been the ending, I think that's another 10 hours. Like, this game is ridiculously long. And you should just be like, I already did this a concert. Why I gotta do this again? Why am I still doing the same same beats over and over?
3: Yeah, because isn't there like there's a little bit of backtracking or something?
0: It's, no, it's not it's not really backtracking there's op- there's places that is kind of open worldish. So you could yeah, go to a yeah. store and steal some things or find a code and go to another store and stuff like that before yeah. like the mission even starts there. No. So like
3: there is one thing that I heard that's like a little like a tip or a trick that that uh they they talked about on um I think it was on Beastcast or something. But like no one on the show knew this. Like I think it was Abby had said it that that because um, the like the whole thing with that game is there's safes you've got to open or whatever, mm-hmm. and it, you don't need the codes to open them. You can actually if, if you you're using headphones, you can hear the clicking noise, and you can actually just uh, figure it out by waiting for the click. Like like if you were a hacker trying to mm-hmm. hack and hack into a safe without without a code. So, like, and like, the rest of the guys on the show are like, wait, what? <laughs> so, yeah, you can actually, if you're using headphones, I guess, apparently you can actually hear the clicking noise uh, when when the little pin drops inside the safe. So, like, the it's just a little tip or a trick thing that I heard
0: about. It's kind of cool. But the thing about this is that you got to go through, like, 60 plus some numbers just for that one thing. To, to hear something that's so small And mm-hmm. because the sound is The sound of other stuff is coming out Like you can hear wind and water And your character talk and everything mm-hmm. It's really hard to like Listen to a little click sound When there's so much covering up that sound So If you can do that, good on you It's pretty much like if you find a clue A little steps over If you turn it in the back, you back. Like, oh that's the answer And then you go and solve it So, mm-hmm. um so that's The Last of Us Part 2 Be on the lookout for a review Probably following next week Um And I will f- fully put my thoughts about it uh, And I'm going to leave that at there And of course Kami HD Um I've been streaming it I played it like it's a 5 o'clock This morning Uh <laughs> before I went to bed Uh even while texting you Jesse, Yeah. Uh I was playing it They're making more progress and stuff. So I'm halfway done with the game. Um but How I got long is the
3: game about,
0: about f- Now that you, you can skip some of the dialogue about 35 hours 30 35 hours Holy crap. It, it, Yeah, it, when it first came out it was 40 plus because uh, you couldn't skip anything You literally yeah. had to read all the dialogue. Um, it gets short. It gets shorter Um once you know what you're doing the dungeons are not too long and there's not so many fights and stuff um it's just like a lot of, lot of story plots and dialogue stuff um, yeah. for that's
3: it. the thing is like never never having played it before like mm-hmm. I yeah I have like no clue like where where I'm supposed to be going or like yeah I know like
0: and, it, it, and it'll, it'll show you it'll you hints on me yeah. too, because a lot of that stuff be like the important stuff is in red, and then everything else yeah. is just filler and everything. Yeah. It's, it 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 would probably take you a week to beat, depending on what your schedule is and how much see, time you're into it.
3: Yeah, see, that's the thing is, I honestly I haven't had a whole lot of time to stick into it every day, but I've been trying to trying to you know like because I'm i I've been streaming on my Twitch. uh you know, playing some stuff. I'm trying to at least one hour a day, you know, or one hour and a day that I have free time, like try to stream a little bit. And so I'm playing through all the Dead Space games. Uh, I'm going to play through all those eventually. Um, So I started the first one, but...
1: Did you get those off EA Access or do you own them?
3: um, I think I own one and two, but three... I think I I have off of EA Access. I don't remember though. Yeah, it I might don't, be possible I, don't f- I just got them from
0: that. I don't know if three is <clears> backwards. Is that all three yeah, no, all yeah. three of them. Yep. They yep.
1: are? Okay. They're all on EA Access anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. so. Oh, that's that's right. Reason. I downloaded Heat.
3: Yeah. I
1: still need to play that again. All, all e of the Crisis games are, on, just got added there too. Oh, did they? Yeah. All three of them. I just, oh. I just went to my, I just turned my Xbox on to down to download them. <laughs> oh, man, remaster, those are such good games. That remaster is coming to everything, so including Switch. So on yeah. July twenty third. Yeah. So. Uh,
0: I thought uh, I thought they delayed it to September. It's a July twenty third. For the Crisis one.
1: Yeah. They delayed that. No, they delayed Kingdoms of Amalur.
0: No, they did. I literally, I literally, I literally,
1: I literally just read this on Nintendo Life yesterday. Hmm. So unless I delayed yeah, it in the last twelve hours, right? Because don't worry, they, Crisis Remastered is still coming to Nintendo Switch on July twenty third. This was yesterday at ten fifty five p.m.
3: Wrong camera.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> So we're it, it, gonna get the janky version because when that because when they bought Crisis, when they when they showcase the first thing, EA and, oh I mean Crytek got a whole bunch of disgruntled uh, people and they said that we're delaying this game until September.
3: Well, yeah, maybe it, maybe it, the, does it say specifically the remaster is coming? Yeah. Yeah, the remasters
0: come. Oh, okay. The remasters coming. No, I mean but that, That's day- what that headline said. No, it said the Crytek decided Is it just the original, to,
1: original? It didn't say September. It says, uh, "It says Crytek decided to delay the game by quote a few weeks." Oh. Okay. So it was supposed to come out, I think, at the end of June. June. So. I mean, and three weeks, delayed. Three weeks is oh, okay. probably okay for a performance thing.
0: Right. I thought they del- Yeah, cause I thought they mm-hmm. delayed it a little bit further until September. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of all the backlash they got. I don't care. I'm probably not gonna get yeah. it now
1: that they're here on EA Access. I mean, there's no point, <laughs> no. really. We'll plus, see. I, plus I have I'm almost out big... of. I'm almost out of space between The Witcher and like all these indie games I've been dabbling into <laughs> lately. <laughs>
3: Well, the, oh, no, no. The, honestly, the thing is, is the is the crisis game. It, it's not worth playing until until the new new generation of consoles are out, if it gets a gets a, a upgrade, um, that that's honestly where to, where to play it.
1: I don't know. It yeah. has software based ray tracing in it. So. Yeah, I mean at least on the oh. Xbox One X and PS4 Pro versions. So. Oh, okay.
0: Man, yeah, but that's pretty much what I've been playing. So, Jesse, what you been getting down to?
3: Um, so yeah, like I said, I I did start Okami. Um, I just got to the point of where, where there's like a um, like a puzzle thing. You kind of had to solve the to um to get like that little plant or whatever to grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then kind of clear out the some of the area and like turn it back into normal um yes yeah like that's where i am it's like two hours like i said it, it took me two hours to get to that point i mean i'm sure it probably took you probably only an hour or something but because you, you get if you've played it before and you kind of yeah. know what you're doing but but yeah I um so yeah i've, I've been playing that and then um like I said, I've been, I've been, uh, streaming, you know, when I can usually like around one o'clock, my, my time, uh, central time, I've been streaming an hour to an hour and a half of, uh, of like a game or whatever. And like I said, I've been kind of wanting to go back to the dead space games again and, and play them through. Cause it's been quite a while. And so I've been doing that and man, that first game is still so good. <laughs>
0: Uh, the first of space, i gotta <sighs> so i might good. just start i might just start it back again start it back up uh yeah because i um uh, i know where i'm at but i'm just like i might as well just start fresh so I can yeah
3: yeah because see that's the same with me i did i i had a save that was like you know like a good chunk into the game already but mm. i'm like well if i'm gonna stream it i'd rather just start it from the beginning again and um and then that way I can just kind of do it as episodic, you know, things of, of me, me playing through all the games. So, and I think, I think I'll start two after I'm done with one, but who knows when the time comes, I might like to, you know, do something in between, but yeah, I just, I just want to try to try to, you know, get, get something going on my, on my Twitch page, you know, just because I have it and I, and you know I do enjoy playing those kind of games and, and if you know if I can stream I might as well just stream them. I figure mm-hmm. while I'm playing because you know worst case scenario no one watches but I'm still playing it and having fun <laughs> it doesn't matter you know yeah. but if, if people want to watch it's there it's there for them to watch so And then I also played the clubhouse been playing club the clubhouse games um on switch and stuff still um like playing that battle tanks
2: (laughs) battle (laughs) tanks is fun
3: like there's a lot of games like that where i've been doing where you you like when you play it it says you know you play easy mode Mm -hmm. then normal mode and then hard mode, and then, or, and, then and then impossible mode, <laughs> and like <laughs> uh, like I think I've beaten all of the the modes on Battle Tanks. Um, what was the other one I was playing? That was like the uh, impossible mode was just like man, there's no oh the um. Uh, crap! Basically, like Bubble Bubble and all those kinds of games, uh, like where you have to connect the three, the three of a color for it to disappear. There's one of those kind of games in it where you, you know, like where you connect a three or four or whatever. Like it's marbles though. Like they drop down in a in a triangle, and then when you when it lands wherever, then the, they'll break up and fall to, to their place.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And it's like you you have to verse the computer. And it's like Tetris where you're trying to make the other person's fill all the way up. Uh, And so they lose. And the expert or the impossible mode of that is, dude, I'm already not not (laughs) good at that game. And it's like, I'll be like, okay, oh, nice, I can get a line here. Drop it. And next thing you know, like, he sends, like, half of, like... Like a half of his screen full of things, <laughs> in and and next thing you know, like I'm my whole thing is almost full. I'm like, what the hell, man? <laughs> like this is not fair because it's obviously it's just it's it's you know the computer has been given the code as to what you know every single pattern that's going to come up in the next like 20, 20 drops and so it knows exactly where to put everything because how else is it doing it that quickly and just like filling up its entire thing and then sending it all over to me all at once it's like this is just yeah this is insane but so yeah I, I I just love that game it's it's such a great collection of just like fun little games to play
2: mm-hmm. um the
3: kids love it you know like it has a very very you know decent uh, replacement for for Wii sports bowling on it uh, that works you know works pretty good there's there's some it's still got its issues with the release and stuff like that. Like you know, there was some of those issues with the original uh, Wii Sports Bowling and stuff as well, where sometimes it didn't always want to release, or like when you pull it back, it wouldn't wouldn't recognize it perfectly, things like that. So there's the there's those issues, but um, but it's it's still really fun. And then like uh, I don't know, there there's you know there's so many games on there, but I like the the mini the mini curling and and playing nine, uh, playing nine ball and stuff like that, at the pool. And I haven't played darts yet. I want to try the darts, though, but I've been waiting to play that where, where when I actually have the the uh, Joy-Con in my hand to because I think you gotta like you know do like you'd be throwing a dart. Um, so it's similar to the bowling, the whole bowling aspect, but um,
0: yeah. what I you're think doing. I think it's time for me to get some new Joy-Cons.
3: Yeah. I, yeah, I got my new ones. And, like, now, basically, the original ones just stay clipped onto, onto it for the most part.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, when it's in dock, and then when it's not, you know, when it's out of the dock, I'll switch on my new Joy-Cons, or or I switch on my new Joy-Cons every once in a while to make sure that they stay charged. Nice. <laughs> so... Yeah. But I, I, I think oh there was one other game. There's a there's a million games that I honestly could talk about because we haven't done this in like forever. <laughs> um, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but like I I finally I think I might have talked about this at some point. But I finally uh, played. Uh, wanted to try that deep deep rock galactica game.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, that it's like a mi- like a mining game, but there it's almost like, like not really Overwatch, but like you've got different kinds of mining uh, characters that have their own abilities and traits and things like that. Yeah, and so like it's kind of you know like like a raid or something where you want you want a person to have this kind of you know like outfit or um suit or or armor or whatever and you want this person to have this thing so you can you know like just get your you know like the peak performance of of mining you know like really quickly and doing the things but it's like almost like a mix between minecraft and like um like dig dug or something <laughs> like or like, you've, you've got to like dig through all the, you know, like chip your way through mines and there's, you know, certain gems and stones like that, that you want to collect that are different colors that are in, inside the, the, uh, the mine walls and stuff like, that. cause it's just like, like if you were to imagine um, just being like thrown way deep down into a world in minecraft you know that's completely everything is made out of block and you just happen to dig your way through like just break your way through all the bricks and stuff like that to get anywhere like and open up other caverns and things like that like that's basically what what this game is it's really fun actually like honestly i was having a lot of fun and then you know like they've got big spider creatures and stuff that you got to fight off and and um you know, there's it, there's really cool. Like your your character can like set up a um, like you sh- you launch a um, a rope like thing into a wall, and then you then you can set up a um, like a, a zip line. So yeah. you can use zip lines to kind of uh, go up and down terrain. Um, and and it's yeah, it's honestly it's a lot of fun, and it's like super easy. You know, like entry level i mean it, it i've heard some people like there you know there's a big uh community like around it of people that love playing it i i just wanted to give it a try because i've I've always since it got announced like years ago on uh, xbox uh um showcase thing or whatever i, I always thought it looked interesting so i finally finally gave it a try because it was, it was on sale for pretty cheap So But yeah it's, I think pretty much for the most part That's what I've been playing
0: nice. Alright Well everybody That is going to be the show Hopefully everybody had a good week Have a good Alrighty. weekend Yeah, ate Some good lunch <laughs> And everything <laughs> um, There are some shows that you guys should check out uh, uh, The 1v1 That Corey has done uh with Willow on Taurus Casual. Uh uh not on Taurus Casual, but he did uh, 1v1 with uh Destiny player Willow, so you guys can check that out. Um you guys can check out uh Arsenal X um and Taurus Casual uh, episodes uh this past week uh or if you guys are watching this live this week uh, and check out the new episode for Nintendo Power Block. Uh, we do have a new uh rundown of, uh show schedules. Um, uh, so Corey, do you want to go ahead and tell them about it? Just a reminder.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, for now, it's it's. Uh, I, I think we're still gonna play around with it a little bit, but for now, it's uh, uh, the show Boss Rush Podcast on Mondays. Uh, Power Block is moving back to Tuesdays. Uh, we're still gonna record on Thursdays, but it's just. We want to do a couple of things with editing them, and and it also gives me a little bit more time to edit the shows and everything since we kind of do so much. Uh, so, Arsenal X is going to stay on Wednesdays. Uh, the Tower Casuals will uh, be on Thursdays. Uh, that's the show that's kind of like the what are we going to do with it type thing. When are we going to record mm-hmm. it because of... Uh, this new seasonal model they update the game during the week now like the weekly reset on on destiny is is tuesdays but they also drop updates on thursdays and on the weekend now and uh if we record on thursdays we might be able to i don't know uh cover some of that stuff as well but i don't know josh and i are still trying to figure that out but uh for now tower casuals will be on thursdays and then 1v1 will be fridays Uh, so
0: yeah yes Mm -hmm. so with that everybody uh jesse where can we find you
3: you can find me almost everywhere as phantom nxs and also i think i have it on my my twitter account you can Go to my SoundCloud and and uh, listen to some of my music and stuff that I make there. Otherwise, Corey uh, streams it a lot of the time while he's while he's playing games. So yeah, usually <laughs> I will usually just stream Jesse's
1: music. Anything you hear him on the streams when I'm playing a game, it's ninety nine percent of the time it's Jesse's music. So or the. Uh, the Talking Games with Reggie and Harold podcast that pops up after the playlists are over.
0: Oh, yeah. Wow. And I'm just <laughs> yep. like,
1: like, all of a sudden, I'll just hear Reggie's voice. I'm like, oh, no! We gotta change it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Corey, where can we find you? Uh,
1: you can find me at I am Corey HD on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me at Corey HD on Twitch. Uh, and uh, you can find me on a variety of shows here on Boss Rush Games. Uh, I do really want to Push Tower Casuals a little bit just because it's our newer show. So if you are into Destiny, uh, Josh Finney uh, helps me out with that. And uh, we will probably have some sort of rotating third chair on that show uh, of guests. So check it out.
0: Yes, You guys can find me on twitter At that retro code you can also check out Optional Opinion on SoundCloud and other podcast Apps uh check me around here On pod uh on Boss Rush Games uh check out some of our Writings on our website um And just check me out on other podcasts or here on Boss Rush like Um You'll see me on some 1v1s Um Nintendo pod block uh, some retro game shows, some pod plays um yeah, you'll find me around in that uh, space, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: wow. That was, that was scary. <laughs> <laughs> I, did not I, didn't,
0: I, I didn't
3: mean to do that, but it <laughs> did. <laughs>
0: So, uh <laughs> so everybody have a great week. Have a great weekend. And as always, let's continue to play games and be better to one another. With that, we will see you next time on Boss Rush Podcast. Bye everybody. Bye. Goodbye.